Hello everyone, welcome back to Getting Spooky with Knox. I am your host, Knox, and today we're going to be discussing Italian urban legends. Ever since I talked about Favelia Island, I've wanted to talk about Italian urban legends. So here we are, and I can't wait to share what I found with you all. So let's get into the episode, shall we? Number one, Castel del Uovo, or Egg Castle. I actually have a friend who told me about this one. She lives in Naples, and when I asked for urban legends and stories, she told me about Castel del Uovo. And I thought I would share what I found and what she told me here with you all. Castel del Uovo translates into Egg Castle and is located in the Gulf of Naples. So why is Castel del Uovo known as Egg Castle, you may ask? Well, that comes from the Roman poet Virgil. There is a story that Virgil could predict the future and that he was a sorcerer. The story goes that he put a magical egg in the foundation of the castle that would help support its fortifications. If the egg were to fall or crack, then the castle would fall and disasters would befall Naples. It's an interesting theory to think that there is an egg somewhere within the castle that is protecting Naples from disaster. Let's pray that the egg never falls or cracks because Naples is beautiful and I'm so excited to visit my friend one day and see all these places that she sent me in videos and photos in person. Number two, the Devil's Column. This urban legend comes from Milan. There is a church dedicated to St. Ambrose. It was consecrated in 379, so 1,641 years ago, and was almost destroyed when the Allies bombed the area during World War II. On the left of the entrance, there is a column that stands alone. The story goes that St. Ambrose, who was not yet a saint, was out walking when the devil himself appeared. St. Ambrose was an important person, and the devil had been trying to corrupt him for as long as he could, with no luck at all. That's what the devil was trying to do on this very day. Well, St. Ambrose wasn't having it. He was tired of the devil coming to him and trying to tempt him to the dark side. Fed up with the devil, St. Ambrose kicked Satan himself in the ass and sent the devil slamming into the column. Now, this is the level of badassery I strive to be in life. The devil's horns then got stuck in the column, leaving two holes, which you can Google and see for yourself. For the rest of the night, the devil tried to set himself free from the column, but was having no luck at all. In the morning, he gave up and disappeared, leaving behind a puff of smoke that smelled of sulfur. Number three, Romulus and Ramus. I actually learned about these two in my first year of Latin class. Shout out to my Latin teacher who I've mentioned before because he was awesome. As I also mentioned, he despised technology, which was hilarious because when I was in school, smart boards were just becoming a thing. So this was about seventh grade for me. And trying to like watch him learn how to use a smart board was hilarious. It was It was funny. But anyways... There's a legend that um, surrounds Romulus and Ramus. The twin brother story tells how Rome was founded. Their mother, Rhea Silvia, conceived the boys when she met their father, who was the god Mars, Ares for all my Greek mythology lovers out there. Rhea Silvia was a princess, and her father saw the boys as a threat to his power. He had ordered that the boys were to be left on the banks of the river Tiber so that they would die. However, the boys were saved by Tiburnius, father of the river, god of the river. The boys were then raised by a she-wolf named Lupa, and then were later adopted by a shepherd. When they grew older, they defeated their grandfather and then set out to build their own city, although misfortune struck when they couldn't agree where to build the new city. 
Romulus wanted to build it on Palatine Hill, while Ramus wanted to build on Aventine Hill. To settle the dispute, they took the matter to the gods. Ramus said that he saw six auspicious birds, while Romulus said he saw twelve. This only brought more fighting between the brothers, and as a result, Romulus killed Ramus. After his brother's death, Romulus founded Rome and was the city's first king. And I gotta say, one time when I was record was trying to record this episode, I should say, and I got to Palatine Hill, I almost said Palpatine Hill. I literally just finished watching Star Wars, so it was kind of like in my head, I saw the P-A- and then I was like, oh, Palpatine. <laughs> so yeah, I almost said Palpatine Hill, but I, I got it right this time. But yeah, I've been watching too much Star Wars. Number four, the Bafana. She is said to be a good witch that visits homes on the night of January 6th. She leaves gifts for good children and coal for the bad. Sounds familiar, right? Some people believe that she actually lives with Santa Claus, while others believe that she is a spinster. When the church heard the stories popping up about Bafana, they were not pleased. They tried to say that she was a spawn of the devil, but how can someone good be bad? The first records of Bafana appear in 1549 by a man named Agnolo Firenzola, who wrote a poem about her. She is said to be ugly and wears dark rags. She flies over houses riding on her broomstick. I actually really enjoy the idea of Bafana. It paints witches in a better light, especially given the time she popped up in because witches weren't necessarily seen as a good thing back in those days. And I have a question. Have any of you ever been visited by Bafana? I'm really curious because, you know, I had no idea who Bafana was before I did this episode and I, I just, I really enjoyed the idea of her. So I'm just curious to see how many of you all um, celebrate or at least your parents had the idea of Bafana and, you know, you believed in her as a kid or even if you still believe in her today. Like, just I'm curious to see um, y'all's thoughts and feelings and opinions on Bafana. And that's all I have for you today. And I hope you enjoyed learning a little more about Italian urban legends. If you have any questions, comments, or would like to request a paranormal event, urban legends, secret societies, mythological monsters which is a new segment or a true crime episode then you can email me at get spooky with me at gmail.com message me through my twitter at spooky Knox, contact me through my facebook getting spooky with Knox, or contact me through my website which is linked in both my facebook and twitter pages next week we'll be doing another true crime episode and we'll be talking about the nth room case this case is currently ongoing and there will be trigger warnings just to give you a heads up. I'm also going to say not to listen to this episode unless you are 18 or older. That's how serious this is. Normally I try to keep my podcast as user-friendly as possible, but for this one, I'm just I really would rather it be 18 and over only. And I hope you all have a good week and I'll talk to y'all next time. Bye.